Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you for listening to the show. Subscribing on iTunes, wherever you listen. Stitcher, your Android device, aboutlastnightpodcast.com. Wherever you get in the show, man, we love it. We appreciate it. Um, give it give it that five-star rating, baby. What, what, what are you doing right now? Are you, uh, are you looking at the iTunes page? Go to the iTunes page, type in About Last Night, and give us a five-star rating right now. And comment on the iTunes page, all right? That's how we can climb the charts and continue to bring you guys great shows. Uh, helps us uh, climb in the podcast ranks. Makes us feel good, too. Reading your guys' comments are the best. Uh, we're going to start doing that. Start next week reading some of your live comments from the iTunes page and giving you guys shout-outs. So uh, leave us something dope, and we'll give you a shout-out. Uh, today's episode is, uh, man, uh, every now and then... You get to interview a comic that you genuinely are in awe of and that you really, uh, God, just am a fan of. She's been on At Midnight, Chelsea Lately, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Conan O'Brien. Um, boy, Jesus, I mean, countless comedy festivals, countless um, uh, just big comedy club weekend dates uh she's written for a lot of cool shit and uh she's the chillest fucking person you'll meet and play air hockey with uh in uh fort collins colorado which is what we did and we'll talk about it. i'm talking about beth stelling baby the one and only beth Stelling. uh y- you know her if you don't know her you're gonna know her after this and you're gonna love her uh, man, Beth uh, came by. We talked about man her start in Ohio, um, how she approaches her writing, which was incredibly fascinating for me because again, I'm a big fan of her joke writing, um, her TV appearances, her dad's crazy costume business. Talk about a uh, an upbringing with parents that did interesting shit. What her dad the, the I can't even totally break it down, but her dad um, has the coolest job I've ever heard of. And we talked about it a lot because it was hilarious and amazing. And um, and Beth didn't spare any detail. Um, she's the best. You're going to hear big things from this girl very soon. So follow her on Twitter at Beth Stelling. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. This weekend, Brad Williams will be in Denver, Colorado, baby, at Comedy Works South. That's one of the best clubs in the country. January 27th through the 30th. Brad Williams, Comedy Works South in Denver, Colorado. If you're in Denver, go see Brad. If you're in Colorado, go see him. Get there somehow. Um, where am I going to be? Well, I'm going to be in Los Angeles for the next few weeks. Uh, so check AdamRayTV.com. Uh, I'm at the Comedy Store Improv Laugh Factory um, three, four nights a week. The Haha ha North Hollywood. Um, the Ice House in Pasadena. All my dates at AdamRayTV.com. So if you want to come see me live in the next few weeks, come out and do it. Got a lot of new material I'm working on. I'm really pumped about it. Uh, getting ready to uh, continue to shape the hour, baby. I'm going to try to put out an hour special here in the next year. Uh, that's that's the plan. So uh, come out and see me live. Come out and see me put this thing together. And, uh, and, and fuck, hopefully lay it down in the fall, man. That's the plan. Um, ideally, I'd like to do it back home in Seattle. Um, that's That's the plan. So we'll see what happens. Um, so again, come out and see me All my live tour dates AdamRayTV.com uh, But February 12th through the 14th Valentine's Day weekend I'm going to be in New York City, baby Headlining Gotham Comedy Club For the first time uh, It's an amazing room It's in New York It's New York City Fucking headlining, man For my first time I'm very pumped February 12th through the 14th Valentine's Day weekend Get your tickets for that 
at uh, AdamRayTV.com or GothamComedyClub.com. Uh, and of course, when you come to these shows, bring your ALN merch, man. Shirts, mugs, hats, posters, all at estoymerchandise.com. Estoymerchandise.com is where you can get all of your ALN merch. Bring it to the shows, baby. We'll sign it for you. Your shirts, your hats, your mugs, your posters. Estoymerchandise.com. That's how you can support the pod, man. Spread the word to the, to the masses with your shirts and all your fucking merch. Come on, it's great. It's good shit. What are you going to buy, FUBU? FUBU's not even around anymore. God, what an old man thing. To, what are you going to get, FUBU? There isn't even FUBU to get anymore. Fucking FUBU kids. Um, wow, FUBU kids, by the way, is a band I would for sure go see. Um, it's also a uh, snack that I would eat if I were stoned. FUBU kids, it's like the new Dunkaroos. Uh, anyway, bring your merch to the shows. Come see us live. And, of course, uh, follow the About Last Night Twitter page at a- ALN Podcast. At ALN Podcast. It's also at ALN Podcast on Instagram. And uh, like our, our pictures and follow our updates and all that bullshit. Now that we got the merch info out of the way, those are the tour dates. Those are the Twitter handles. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with the amazing and hilarious Beth Stelling. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. I love it in here. You got a nice vibe. I, also, uh, I'm so jealous of the Robin Williams photo. I was in the same room with him at Meltdown, and I didn't say anything. And I, like, I had lost oh, him growing up. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, he, if I had the one thing that I could go back and save in the fire, you know, it would be, even though I have it saved online, I would still grab the picture with me and Robin Williams. Just be like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be, absolutely be the thing. Yeah, that was, I mean, he was, I mean, uh, maybe my girlfriend if she can't walk. But, yeah. I mean, first... <laughs> The Robin Williams picture, absolutely, I know. yeah. I know, I love. I, I was it? Love he that. was it for you growing up? I mean, just yeah, it was him and Jim Carrey. I mean, what, are you Adam Ray's language? Are you the female Adam Ray? Because yeah. I mean, when we find out we're meant to be together. Yeah. I mean, oh. she does have nice hair, Adam Ray. She does have <laughs> nice hair. That's a prerequisite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got, I mean, got to got to have a good head of hair. Got to uh, got got to know the Fraggle Rock theme song. Oh, I watched that growing up for sure, but I don't nice. know if I know the theme song. And neither do I. Oh, but okay. I think Brad. I, well, I think and Brad. That's a weird thing to say because I don't think anybody knows the lyrics. Brad, don't tell anybody that again. <laughs> yeah, hey Brad, could you just fucking? <laughs> I think what Brad means is you know the melody to it. Yeah, maybe. Right? I hope. I mean, I watched it every morning waiting for, for sure. school. But okay, I, I don't know I'm, if I know the. I'm just trying to say if there if there is a love connection. Uh, I do I do know my friend, and I I do know what he likes in a woman, mm-hmm. and in uh, its hair. Yeah, in its hair. And uh, now, do you know what what are your thoughts on the Goo Goo Dolls? <laughs> oh man, I ne- was never attracted to that man. <sighs> okay, Adam. I don't know if you're okay with this. I don't are know. You, you love the Goo Goo Dolls? No, I I, I actually. Find them. Um, I find a couple of their songs very enjoyable. Listen, that's about it. I, I, if I could uh, think of a few, I would. <laughs> you pro- again, again. Well, 
Uh, Can we just name one? Is Google it Angels? Song? There's one that has to do with Angels. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, you, 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 mean, you, mean the so, you mean the song Iris from the City of Angels soundtrack? Yes. There okay. it is. Okay, I, I'm, thank you. I'm just, See, I mean, not that I had that. That's all ready. you need to know. It's almost like when a girl uh, does isn't into sports, but she's like, yeah, like I get the... I like to go where I understand the game enough. It's like, yeah. cool. You don't have to know the stats and the I'd players. I'd rather not. Yeah, I mean, of course. Wouldn't you rather be with someone who wasn't pretending to know about sure. all the sports but would say, hey, I'm up for it. I'll go and enjoy yeah. myself. Exactly. Is that how you are with sports? Yeah. I, I'll get into it. You played, it. didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah. Like, I dated a guy in Chicago when I lived there, and he loved the uh, the Blackhawks. Yeah. So we got, they. Okay. It, it was a year when they made it. I think they won the Stanley Cup, actually. So wow. we watched yeah, every game. Did that against the Ducks. I went, I went to go see some of those playoff games. You know, th- thanks for bringing up old, <laughs> very so very painful memories. We, right. They were enjoyable for us. All right. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 if you guys want to enjoy the time of the podcast together, I'm going to... Whoa, no, Brad. Well, was he's that leaving. Deep? It oh, was that deep? Jesus. God damn it. Can we play... A, see, now this will be the appropriate time to play the Goo Goo Dolls Irish song, because <laughs> oh, it's sad. How's it go? It goes... And I don't want the world to see me. Because I don't think they understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know who I am okay, That guys. was our first harmony Okay, guys, uh, what did I miss? What I don't know about? Somebody okay. went on a rant yeah. Okay, alright, sorry I said uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, okay, so but those uh, were some fun games, honestly, to watch. Let's be real; it was a good play. They were yeah. hockey for me is way better live. I can't watch it on. I TV. can understand that. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's I guess a, it's I'm, more fun. There's a greater presence of drunk Canadians, which yeah. are always, I think, the best kind of Canadians. I yeah. feel weird admitting it, but it's like, I, I mean, do we all? Does everybody live for the fights or what? Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I want more happen, fights in every sport. Quite yeah. honestly, I mean, it seems like if, if, if they could add fights to women's gymnastics. Right, I would be like all about that. No, but this because it would be the exact exact opposite of what's happening. They barely touch each other. Yeah, like, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, and they, <laughs> and, like, and they and they do like that. Around one another. Yeah, they You're do right. like that beauty pageant hug the where it's like I'm forced to hug, hug you, but I really don't want hug. to. Yeah, it's I, a hug. That was my first sport for the the longest Ooh. time, K- kindergarten through sixth. Okay, I was a gymnast, which is I blame being a late bloomer on that. I didn't grow my boobs until college. Oh, and, and you think that that's because of that's because of gymnastics? I blame I blame it on that. For real? I've started trying to tell a new joke about it. Actually, the unitard just is basically just saying like. Well, they say no. that when you work out that hard and you do all that conditioning and training, yeah. y- it will affect your your what is it? I guess growth plates or something like that. Sure, for sure. Yeah, so, the so growth either plates. way, yes. And then I don't know why, but think about it. Not that many gymnasts has has have nice big titties. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do think about it. I do all, too. Uh, all the time. I lived Dominique Mochianu. Yeah, I lived it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's like a little bit of a stunted growth, but also, For sure. I don't know, it delays puberty. Yeah. Maybe from all the physical activity. And on the flip side, male gymnasts, huge wings. Right. From the yeah. age of seven and eight. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, they can't stop growing dicks. I've been, yeah. <laughs> up to two, really. Uh, I, <laughs> I've been trying to tell a joke where I, because like my mom would drop me off with this guy, like my coach, three times a week, and I trained intensely, mm-hmm. and he had a mustache, and I like would do anything to make him proud, you know? Yeah. And also, you know, you're a gymnast when you're young because you're unaware of the many ways that your neck can break. You know, some, <laughs> some guy is just like, <laughs> some guy's like, like, get up there on the thing, and you're like, anything for you, yeah, you know? You have that, there's something so great that we, we lose when we get older yes. as a kid of that, that competitive, like, um, 
unbridled, just like yeah. Oh, yeah. energy you to climb it, I'll climb appro- it higher. Of course, dude. Th- uh, I tour and I went to the Syracuse Funny Bone, and they have this one of these ropes courses in that giant mall there. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm totally doing that. And I go up on the ropes course, and you're like 30, 40 feet oh, high. Shit. Granted, you're on you're on a tether, so if you fall, it it will catch you. Yeah, but. As an adult, you know, like, but I don't want to test that. Yeah. Right. I, I don't. But then I, I, I see kids, like, I'm, like, slowly taking steps, and these kids are, like, running across yeah. and, like, right. like jumping Fearless. off on purpose. No, no it's nuts. We had a rope in the gym from, obviously, floor to ceiling, and this is a huge warehouse yeah. that we would, I climbed that rope attached to nothing, dung a bell, and yeah. then came down. Yeah. I didn't like you. Don't just let it slide. You right. you climbed up. Right. That that was part of our training. Right. And I mean, if I fell, I would have absolutely died. <laughs> but the coach and they just I have mean, to and go. He could have caught us because we were small women. So he could have like right. Caught sure. Us. But then now you're putting it in his arms in right. God's hands. I mean, I mean, did my mom sign a waiver? I'm just so maybe, curious. but maybe not. Maybe it's just so fun and it's getting you out of the house. Yeah, I've been trying to tell a joke where I say that I'm a late bloomer so that my coach wouldn't be tempted. But. <laughs> No one well, bites. Well, I mean, uh, he did ha- show all the telltale signs. Yeah. I mean, he runs a business that literally <laughs> parents drop off prepubescent girls yes. to his place. He had the mustache, like you said. Yep. So, I mean, if you're looking for things that qualify him. How so maybe you be? saw that and was like, I'm going to give him no motivation. <laughs> Wait, you were saying no bites, meaning no one's getting the joke yet? Yeah. No, they, they will, they'll kind of chuckle, but they just get upset with pedophilia. And yeah. then I say, I get it. It's a Why do people subject. get so upset? It's a touchy pedophilia. subject. That's a little too jokey. Sorry, no. I stepped on your joke. No, I'm no, sorry. No. That was a great joke. Yeah, touchy no, subject. No, that's but fantastic. Wanna, but yes, or I'll say, uh, this one never hits either. Like you have to be careful with pedophilia jokes because you can actually just catch pedophilia uh, by touching a kid. <laughs> so I think but that's no, funny. It is funny, but nobody likes it. Uh-huh. Do you now? What do you do in that uh, case? Because you you are a brilliant joke writer. Thanks. Um, the first joke I heard of yours was I think it was on Pete Holmes or Conan when you said um, I'm originally from Ohio. If I butcher it, you yeah, can you just did. say okay. I uh, like that. I like this try. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is fun to hear other people try to do jokes because mm-hmm. they never ever <laughs> get it right, and you're they, sitting there like I'm right here. Yeah, I have the tools, but it is fun to listen. Like. <laughs> Um, because there is like a gen- there is like a, a uh, flattering uh, sure. feeling to it to see somebody try it because they do. Yeah. So you said um, uh, I'm originally from Ohio, and what's great is that a lot of people from Ohio don't realize is that you can put all of your stuff in a bag and leave. Yeah. <laughs> which is so funny and so you did it. Yeah. Well, um, well I mean, and I, I think that's something <laughs> you did it. She said. Yeah, I, I think that's something we all think when we tour is we see these cities we're like people live here yeah well then you have to i for the longest time early touring though it was always like yeah are these people gonna like me and Uh why wouldn't i mean we're just it's just another town but i that was like always one of my biggest fears when i first started doing new venues i'd never been to before it was always like are these people gonna like me yeah i don't know maybe that's a natural thing it is i think some people show up and they're just like you're gonna love me. <laughs> Everything about me is great. <laughs> but when you, but like with that joke with the uh, touchy subject thing, like when you, uh, this is a two part question. Mm-hmm. I want to know how you recover. <laughs> <laughs> how do you deal with it? Yeah. Uh, how do you, first of all, just come, like write jokes? Like do you yeah. have a sit down, like two hours a day, I write? Or I is wish. It, yeah, I know, right? It's not, not it's never that way. At when least. 
I was touring with Jess Lenick and he said for a while he was doing uh, three jokes a day. So I would wake up and try to do that too. Wow. And it works. Like yeah. you're not going to get three jokes a day, but you're going to get two one, a week, and, and, one, and two just, a week at most. Yeah. Or at getting least. your brain into that mode of okay, time yeah. to write. You you'll eventually come up. I mean, you won't be batting a thousand percent, but you'll get a hit every now and then. No, but then I only did it for so long. So I would do it. So you, you, you're looking at, you're forcing yourself to just put something out. Yeah. Whereas before I was doing nothing. So basically mine is so based off of my life. I just kind of, but I also, I have this joke where I say my, my feelings are like a studio album. They don't come out until like 11 months after the events that inspired them. <laughs> So I feel like I'm li- my jokes are so much about my life, but right. it's like takes a minute. Like I'm not just gonna be like right away joking about certain things. I mean, yeah. I have. And but. you and you like when you said like the audience if they didn't get like, do you like that they won't totally get something and then you kind of yeah. I think you, I you're did. never you don't want to spoon feed them anything, right? No. no. And you're and you're like because you know sometimes. Um, and I think Jim Carrey did say this actually, where he said, uh, "I never don't ever try to like." do what they think is fun. Like, do what yes. you think is funny, and, and that's why you're going to end up finding your voice and your style. And it may take a while, but yeah, totally. I, whenever somebody's like, oh, what should I do? I'm like, just do what you think is funny. Mm-hmm. I started in Chicago, and I have, like, it was never a bad situation. I had a lot of dudes I'm still friends with there. But, you know, it was me, and it felt like two other women in the whole scene. For a while, it felt like that. That's about the, uh, that's about the odds, unfortunately, yeah. in any town where it's just like, okay, so we have uh, the two girls that do stand-up. Yeah. And it and felt like that. And it. there's more and more now. Yeah. But I remember two of them just saying to me, like, uh, I just, they, some of them, not all, would just give me a hard time. Like, you whisper your punchlines. Uh, we can't hear you, Beth. You know, because I would never, I'd never slam over my jokes over somebody's head. Now right. I'm a little more lively and closer to myself. Yeah. But even if you watch my Conan, which was when I was 26, it's like, I don't hate watching it, but I'm just different. Yeah. I, I watch that and I'm like, it's like, does she have a heartbeat? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I, you watch Pete Holmes a couple years later and I'm like sure. a little more myself. Yep. You know, so yeah. you just, nothing teaches you. T- how did you stand up on TV? Except no. for doing stand up on TV. Yeah, that's the. You're not going to stand in here in front of your mirror and be like, "Well, okay, this is it." Well, okay, well, okay. You making fun of how I approach my act? <laughs> no, I, yeah. no, I knew you did that, and I just wanted to make it. Can I be honest? I did do that the first two years because I was so yeah. the actor in me was so um, gotta concerned. Rehearse. Yeah, got to rehearse. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I also like I never did that for any plays or anything, but like for that, I was. So much more concerned with like you know how what my face looked like for a certain punchline. Sure. Right? It was like because I thought that was an important thing of selling the whole, you know, um, which uh, you know now looking back was well, was crazy. I I think I early early on maybe who knows oh seven oh eight I do remember sitting in front of my computer and doing it like a, a set yeah. that I was doing later that night a seven minute set yeah and I watched it back and honestly I think that was the last time I did that now <laughs> of course I've watched a late night like can I send that to JP sure. or can I sure. you know what I mean but well and that's yeah. I don't enjoy sitting there and being like let's tinker yeah <laughs> and that's like one of the greatest things about stand-up and worst things is that you can't practice no. There, there's no practice in stand-up like you can't you can't stand in front of your mirror and do it exactly how you would do and have the exact same reactions that you would uh when you do it in front of an audience you do have to get up there and actually do it which like i said i love and i hate i love that it's that in order to do this business you have to have the stones to actually get up in front of an audience and do yeah. it live 
But uh, oh yeah, I would yeah. do it in front of the mirror and then get up that night, and it would be completely different than what I practiced. Check out, right? Yeah, and if anybody who auditions or you guys when you audition, is this? I'll, I'll plan something. I'll get in there, and it's like, well, that's not what I planned. No, because no. the moment is way different yeah, than the prep. You can never prepare, and not to mention. <laughs> If you really wanted, I would. We should make an app that's like for young comics. So it just be like, "You're a cunt." You're just like yelling stuff, and then you have to react to it. What a great idea! Wow, so like a, like a comic training app, yeah. like like you, you, you just like yeah. So, so someone just hits the button. Not funny. A drop of a glass. Yeah. There's always all these sound effects. Yeah. Right. Or like whenever it picks up, it would be able to pick up a buzz, like a hack word, and be like, "Everybody talks about that." You know what I mean? So, like, I was on this flight, and man, the airline food. <laughs> I mean, we joked. Try again. <laughs> we, and then you have to respond to it. And I think, well, we joked about, uh, not too long ago, about there being, like, a Nintendo game, like a Mario Brothers type game, but um, for stand up comedy. So it's like you get this character, and they have to go to these open mics and, like, deal with, like, all the. And you get, like, levels and levels. And, like, you know, a King Koopa would be, like, a booker that you're trying to impress. Right. That you have to, like, have and good small talk with in the final level. Yeah, and he's talking. Have like white forming around the corners of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Well, uh, you, we, we would give you your bonus, but uh, you, you, you are three tickets I short. Know, I yeah. know. And how do you handle it? Damn it? And it gives you two options: like press A to just say, "Oh, good, oh, good, looking forward to coming back," or B, you know, start a fight. Eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> I, I had that happen to me recently, me where a, a, a guy came up and was like, and, and he, he, the worst part was he was laughing about it. <laughs> he was like, "Oh my god, you would not realize you were." Four people short. Don't you feel of like hitting that this he's bonus? Lying? Don't you of feel like course he's lying? lying. And he, and even if he's not, hey, maybe not the entire bonus, but if I'm four people That's short, what I'm saying maybe half. That's what how I feel. It was like, oh man, something. Just, I sold out four out of the six, and I'm like, but he had said in the whatever in the deal, it's like a certain one of the late, a late two late shows, yeah. essentially the ones that are obviously hard to get people out. To. Right. But I'm gonna sell out four out of the six, and you're telling me. <laughs> You're not going to give me anything? Not even one? Nothing. Well, you didn't sell any tickets for the uh, Sunday morning at 1 a.m. Yeah. show. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Uh, that's where that's that's the bread and butter of this establishment. <laughs> the 3 p.m. kids show was not packed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some might say that you say cunt too much i mean you know i'm just telling what i read on the internet but uh you know so i think what you're doing is a character sure uh but maybe next time you just build some build some you know just keep coming back and build yourself up in this market like i did i sold out four fucking shows i know and that's so hard to do it's so hard to do over a period of time you know and when you finally do it you're like oh i'm not i hope I hope something happens between now and the next time they want to book me where I'm like, oh, actually, I'm doing a theater. Eat a dick, <laughs> yeah. bitch. I know, right? That's what you, you think about that when you do a club. You're just like, oh, these guys. Hey, yeah, how many conversations do you have in your head <laughs> after a weekend? Yeah. Where, where, where you see the, the amount of food and beverage going in and out yes. going, all right, I know, I know what you charge for those drinks. So that's uh, 20, Everybody. 40, 60, 80. That's uh, $180 on that one plate. You're short four waitresses, so I know that yeah. you're not paying them much yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, just how it, and it, but it's just one of those things too that where you just go. That's how, yeah. like, I have to. There's parts of this business that there's a game you have to play. Yeah, and I think you don't have to. You know, I'm not saying you have to. You know, uh, kiss ass to everybody. No. And once I had gotten a big uh, debate with a buddy of mine who was an improv actor about this, and and he just was like, "Man, I just you're out there hustling this and that, and how do you just like? We, there's a lot. Of, he was just like, "There's so many piece of shit people and bad people." I was like, "Yeah, man." But I don't have to kiss their ass, but I can still be a nice person and like come talk, you know, speak, come from a genuine place and uh, yeah. have an exchange with them to where I'm not, 
you know, uh, he's like, yeah, but you mean these people, and like, if, if they're, you know, if they've done something bad to somebody, I'm like, yeah, well, you kind of like deal with them on your own accord, and and there are pieces where you have to, like, you know, doing a weekend, you're like, you see, like, oh god, they're making so much more money, but like, yes. I gotta just do my job here and know that, like, I'm laying the ground for a bigger payoff. I agree, I agree with you, but also, how about looking back? I've looked back at clubs, what they pay me now versus when I first did the yeah. club, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Rotten hell! <laughs> like I know how much you made then because yeah. you gave me like I I got just so yeah you bent paid me over. you you paid yeah. me two hundred fifty dollars for five, for five shows yes. and I was thankful and I was yeah. like, so thrilled at the yeah, time yeah. I was like oh my god I could get it I yeah. could pay for one night at a hotel I know this is so great do you yeah. like the road ah uh, I do I think I'm a teensy bit more selective yeah I uh but you know I consider myself a, a road warrior. I've mm-hmm. I've made it happen. It's I've more... stayed in uh the freaking <laughs> funny bone condo pulled back the bed and there was one long black hair and a piece of hay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, I've handled it. This this sounds like a final fantasy level. <laughs> what? No. Which funny bone was it? Yeah. It was like a damp the bed. This one? The bed was damp. Uh Newport on Newport. the levee. Yeah. This is years ago I was opening for Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I pulled back the bed. Not only was it only was it damp, it was a damp, it was a damp. Yeah, so not pee or anything, just you know that yeah. dampness from open. That, that dampness from from it's almost worse. Yeah, yeah that damp actually. dew is almost worse than pee. Yeah, because yeah, it's everywhere. Sure. Everything's got a dew. Uh, that was the, that was semen. <laughs> uh, let's be honest with ourselves. That wasn't the damp dew. That was semen. One damp damp dew. <laughs> well, damp dew. Damp dew. All damp over my dew face. is a fancy way of saying <laughs> semen. He damp dewed all over my face. Brett gave Charlene a damp dew. <laughs> God, nobody wants to be on the receiving end of that. That seems like that. That, that seems like the Urban Dictionary definition for like coming the hair. A, da- yeah. a, a, a damp do. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but. I have always said, you know, bachelorette parties are always like uh, dick themed, but I think they should be cum themed. You know, Ooh, with yes. a real wet look. So funny. A wet look. Everybody's just like. <laughs> Look back. So, Sweat tees and everything. Yeah. So instead of like, uh, uh, so, so instead of like straws that are shaped like dicks, like yes. they all have like little mini super soakers. Exactly. And so like they like do a c- couple shots that's in the a face. Fucking bachelorette that's there you go. That's way cooler too. Yeah. Right. And, and, that, gonna be, and you have water guns. Yes. It's just do, better. Does it make, everybody answer this honestly. When you still see in 2016 bachelorette parties with like dick hats or yeah. dick straws or just like, it you feels- know. Hanging out with a bunch of guys that park their Hummers in handicapped spots, you know, like hanging out, out with dicks, like out just of date. Pe- yeah, like yeah, exactly, right? There's yeah, out of date. It's like get with the times. I agree. I think they should all just have their phones out and on the phone screen the the entire time should be the most recent dick pic that <laughs> yes. that they have been sent. I I've gotten some <laughs> just straight up on my comedian page on Facebook. What? Yeah, I I've gotten a, a man named Paul from Tennessee. <laughs> Shots fired, me. Paul. Yeah, yeah, Paul, if you're listening, dude, Send put it away. his dick. Oh. And, um, With any, wait, any sort of... Because I'm curious. It, I have, just, uh, it looked like he had hit his thumb with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst way to it describe was, a dick. His sack was so taut, I know how hard he was pulling up on it. Do you know what I mean? To make <laughs> yeah. it look bigger. Yep. Which oh is a God. move, and that's fine. That's but fine. like, let's cut, you know, meet us in the middle. Yeah, so, you know. Because a sack is not meant to be that taut. Some of them are tighter than others, but this was like a hard pull-up. Is that is that something that women uh, look Notice? for in their penises? The, uh, yeah, educate us, please, Beth. The tautness of one sack. Yeah, I mean, you don't t- want yeah. a super droopy ball, but if it's going to happen, it's Super there. droopy ball. If it's you don't there, want damn do or super droopy balls. No. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> it's the worst Saturday morning cartoon lineup show <laughs> yeah, ever. Damn, <laughs> d- damn Dick and <laughs> Super Droopy Balls. No, Damn uh, Do. Yeah. Damn d- oh, oh, Super Droopy Balls. <laughs> and I'm Damn Do. <laughs> All right, Damn Do. Let's go try to get our ball out of old man Peterson's yard. Yeah, it's always just really, like, <laughs> terrible excursions. <laughs> I just wrote back... Uh, after like two weeks, I wrote back, gross. <laughs> and he wrote, I love he gave it two weeks. Yeah, he, he thought about it. Because I was like, should I write anything back? And I was like, I, and then I just Think probably had to. a drink or two. And I was like, gross. Yeah. And he wrote back, doubt it. <laughs> I'm like, I, Paul, you have to doubt it. Yeah. You got to respect that he stuck to his guns. I like the, the woman just flat out called the most intimate part of your body and part and Probably the part of your body you take the most pride in. <laughs> you showed her that, and she went, oh. and she went, and she went God. gross. Wait, now, was there any sort of opening statement, <laughs> or was it just dick pic? Like, did he no, say? it was just straight up freaking dick pic in my inbox. Oh, God. So, oh, dick See, that's the part I'll I don't understand. Later, yeah, but I guess, really you know what, like, you know, and I, I have not sent one. Um, Ever? I, no, I got close Wait once. a minute. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. You've never sang no. your penis. I got close. I started shaping it up in the uh, phone. I felt like you, I feel like, I, I don't mean a, no, I don't mean and a I, skank. I'm saying, I felt like, I mean, you get women. Listen, but I guess it's but about Adam a Ray, dick pic. Ad, I'm old-fashioned. He's old-fashioned. I was a single mom. I just, uh, yeah. she didn't teach me to do it. When wow. women ask, maybe that's the only reason wow. why. When wow. women ask, Adam drives and to their most, house. <laughs> these men I just these feel, days, their moms do teach them how I to know, do it. I know, I yeah. know. We're living in a different world. My mom taught me the proper lighting. <laughs> I guess, you know what it is? I just, I have, um, maybe I do have more confidence in my face-to-face game. Yeah, well. But also, I, I just... I don't think I think I it it's I and not to like judge because I think I I know dudes who are good friends of mine who are good people yeah that send, of so I'm not saying sending a dick pic is a reflection of who you're, you are uh, but I, I you're think, sitting next to one right now exactly, that's what I'm, and that's what I was referring to but what I'm saying is that like I think on a certain level it does take a special part I think it's also the act even when I tried to like even sure. do it I was like. I saw outside of myself, and I was yeah. like, "I'm." Cl- I think that I think, for example, uh, just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, I have never done cocaine. I feel like this. Point, Me neither. I'm, yeah, I'm just like I'm never will. I don't want to. I don't need to. It's yeah. like you'll never send a dick pic. You don't want to. You don't need to. It, mm-hmm. It's it, just it, one of those things where I'm like, I think I passed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Also, leave some mystery. I feel like that's a f- yeah. fun reveal for everybody. I think so too. <laughs> looking at a guy's dick Especially for the first time yeah. is looking like it's like looking at the sun. You're like, I don't know. Should I do it? <laughs> See, and guess what? Yeah, I, always, yeah. I always want that reaction. I, don't, I always want that reaction. I went, Was this all yeah, for yeah. not? <laughs> you have to, you give them that thrill. Yeah. Here, they've never seen it. And you know, good for you, Adam, because yeah. I, I think the worst part of sending a dick pic from the guy's perspective is once you've taken the picture, you then have to look at the picture and judge and see right. if this picture is worthy. Like, if this is good enough. So yeah. you're like looking at the picture like, alright, does it look big enough? Does it look... Right. And you're, and, and you're staring. that you're not going to see too. Sure, because, you know, it's just like... It's tough. You look at it all the time. It's yeah. like when you can't find the mayonnaise in the fridge and then you're like, mom, it's not there. And then she's like, let me give it a mom look. And she yeah. goes back and she finds it. He's always bringing this dick stuff back to his mom. <laughs> I mean, Adam, Look, Adam's got a couple of issues, but <laughs> we'll talk about that. My mom, my mom did buy me condoms when I was sixteen. Uh, and Your mom she, bought you condoms? Yeah, well, because she goes, she goes, look, she goes, and and I was like, a, I'm fucking flattered. You think that it's happening already? Yeah. But b, uh, I was just like, she, yeah. Uh, what did you I just pull a it, dick? I found it. I found it. Oh God! <laughs> I found it. 
No. That was so. That. That I, is a thumb. Be, that like, is a thumb. I, I didn't did, see everything, but I did say I, you're hot, and I just wrote, like this was when I had probably zero messages, and I wrote thank you, and he said you're welcome, and then cut to two months later, try me dot dot dot, and then his dick, and oh it my is God. <coughs> try it's me. so upsetting. That is like so, okay yeah. when you so said I did, I did write thank you, which yeah. <laughs> arguably it's like sometimes I'll respond to people because I'm like oh that's nice maybe sure. they saw something yeah. sometimes I will but I, you can tell I'm, I'm not like. I love how I'm proving Jesus. like I wasn't asking for it. Like, see, I wasn't wearing anything small. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I, yeah, but that I, is, I didn't comment on his picture wearing uh, pants that have uh, d- ducks on them <laughs> and say, like, wonder what's under the ducks. <laughs> you said, You're visibly shaken by I that. Know, I, when I got it, it was, How many do you get? And uh, you're a pretty girl. So I've how had, do you, how many, it's, it's got to be not fun to just get dicks in yeah, your inbox unsoli- all the time unsolicited yeah um it's not I, i'm not one of those people who's super sensitive like how oh, dare you sure. this is so mm. wrong it's a part of the, you know, it's a part of the world I got that and i was just like <laughs> that's pretty much the description but if it was uh, the exact opposite would you have been like okay yeah i would have been like okay cool i don't mind like in in fact what's not interesting interesting about seeing a new penis like i find <laughs> well, that's why we brought you they're all today. different i mean i think <laughs> we've been asking six or seven guests and no one asked yeah. the, the right answer because think about it you know vaginas are all different sure if you can check out a new one yeah why why not just I, to see what it's like all, boobies are all different boobies are yeah. all different cool, looking at these boobies and these hey how about these boobies these how about dicks? this boob right Right. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like this is the sequel to Everybody Poops. <laughs> it's Check all boobies are different. Boobies. All boobies Check are different. Out. All vaginas are different. Mm-hmm. All dicks are different. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I haven't. I, I'm a little. Bit, I'm a serial dater. I call myself a Tarzan dater. Like yeah. before I let go of this dick, I'm swinging to the next dick. <laughs> so, I, you know, oh there's only God. a brief period of time where you can catch me, but. <laughs> And Phil Collins always did my soundtrack. You'll be in my heart. You'll be in my heart. I just picture you like doing like Swing sweet licks and pulls and like, like while, while Phil Collins is playing. Well, that was the music video. You didn't see it? Oh my God. Someone um, has to do that. So I do get a decent... And also, I'm on the road a ton. I, I, you know, I it's feel like I'm always in a long distance relationship. So sure. I feel like uh, pictures t- are, are getting exchanged a lot. Yeah. Yes. Wait. And so, so have you always nudes, been? Yeah. Have dicks, you al- <laughs> nudes. Sure. You know what I mean. <laughs> nudes, dicks, nudes <laughs> is a sporting store that will open somewhere in the Midwest. Nudes, dicks, nudes. Uh, it's like, well, so, what, 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 what? I know I saw your tits yesterday, but what do they look like well, right I, now? That's funny. What do they look like right now? So, because, have, have you always um, the the serial dating? Like, yes. just um, just just always like just couldn't. Yeah, you know what? Did happens? you have one relationship early that you were like? I didn't, like I didn't have anything then, so, you know, well, recently more a bad situation, but most before that, it was like, I dated good dudes, and mm-hmm. I think But were you over on, it, were you over it early, is what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yes, I guess. Yeah. I think so. My long distance relationship, I have that guy, that my Ohio boyfriend, I was with him my mm-hmm. first three years living here, so that was long distance for three years. I did it. I did it to New York. Yeah. I so Crazy, yeah. right? And now I, I started dating another comic in New York, so it's like... I, well, I have a joke about this with potheads that you've heard, and yes, I just changed it's it. Basically, I said, you know, if you're in a long distance relationship, they can't leave if they're already gone. Yeah. So it's <laughs> one of those things oh, where that's I'm like, so sad and true. Yeah, and we're gone all the way, all the time anyway. Yes. Yeah. So I, I can I here's what happens. I think, and I really like the guy I'm dating, seeing. He's him. the best. Uh, but it's uh, it's like we start dating. And I just we're out like as comics, we're pretty open, especially mm-hmm. me and my life. 
and I'm charming and funny and nice. And so it's like, I love you. And then I'm like, I must do, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I think that's what happens. And, and then I grow to love them. Mm -hmm. So I like really pushed on this one harder because, uh, I had just gotten out of a bad relationship, yes. and I was like, yeah. I don't know, I shouldn't. I just give him some time alone. Mm-hmm. So you lead with your heart less than your with, than your brain. Yes, me too. Yeah, that and was so uh, on the fortune cookie. I, I don't time. regret anything, and he's a wonderful man who of I'm course. dating now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I just am sort of. I did it again. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a relationship again. Um, and like, serial monogamy, and you're in the honeymoon period right now. Yeah, I yes about. Yeah, I guess it's been about six months or something. Yeah. But he's all the way over there. I'm not moving there. So, but you know what they're what something... saying is just constant dick pics. Yes, all the time. <laughs> well, tell yeah. me this because when I, I did long distance three times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, once she was Santa Barbara College while I was at USC. Mm-hmm. So it was like an hour and a half, two hours. That was you know feasible. Then Seattle to, or I'm sorry, the New York to LA, then Seattle to LA. Okay. And for me, it's, it wasn't ever planned. Like I just, I let myself fall for these women and then yeah. it, they end up being in different places. And, and, Love gets you through about a year and a half in my eyes. And there was ways. We didn't, Skype came along for the last one, which was great. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of phone calls. And, and But it's like you have to have. The phone. And also we we made the mistake in one of them by not doing like the sexy. And you got to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, right? Just, yes. You have to find other ways other than phones, whatever it is, yeah. to just remind, you know, just like, oh, we're still in this. Because that distance really can create. Yeah. And if you make the decision in your head that you're starting to pull away. I mean, the other person can sense it, but it's so easy. Yeah. Because it's not just like, I'll pick you up, and then you don't show up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's talk later. Oh, I'm tired. I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sure. Times three, times four. Yeah. So I had these, I just, I did, a, I was at Sketchfest this weekend, and I had never met John Fugelsang before. He's a radio guy on Sirius. Okay. But he has a show, did his show, and the theme that you had to talk about was the future of technology for better or for worse. Awesome. So, of course, I talked about what I use to keep my relationship. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and not to get all, it's not deep at all, but it's saying like, essentially the thing that I use to stay the most connected with one person is making me disconnected from everyone else. I know. So the phone is like yeah. the, the, the old, like sunglasses, hat and newspaper. You know what I mean? No one's really, I, I keep myself away from it. So in the beginning, like you said, it's like, I love you and we're texting and it's fun. And then after a while, you're like, oh no, throw this off the oh, yeah. fucking cliff. Oh, that's to a point. When I saw her name call, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I just talked to you three weeks ago. Three you know? weeks ago. <laughs> well, you, want, you, you want more conversations? We're, we're, all, we're on a twice a month yeah. basis now? I posted a picture of you on Instagram yeah. and said I love you. Everybody what knows. more do you need? Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. Why do I need to keep servicing yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know. So that's the tough. That is the tough part. It is a balance. <laughs> yeah, I want to Gallagher my phone sometimes. <laughs> uh, oh, he's uh, one of my biggest inspirations. I <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh hey, oh, hey, let's talk about that. Maybe Gallagher. Maybe, uh, you, or are you more a carrot top girl? Yeah, I'm a carrot top girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, so and we, all, we, we all have our sides. It's kind of like Bloods and Crips. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's exactly like that. Um, <laughs> I, carrot tops. I think I, when, I, uh, when you and Thomas Dale and I went to Colorado, mm-hmm. which was a blast. It was so fun. And that for me, like, colleges I mostly do by myself. I think most of us yeah. do, right? You do them, yeah. and then, yeah. but when you get packaged you together. very hit or miss. Very hit or miss. And it can be a game changer when you have buddies. Yes. I mean, like that. That, that was, like, we'll, we'll always remember that because it was so nice. So nice. And it was, a, like, and we both knew Thomas, but yeah. didn't know each other. Yeah. Sant- Andrew Santino had introduced us to the improv. Yes. Which for me was, like, when you know somebody really well, which both of us do with Andrew, and then they go, hey, I love both you. You're great. 
I immediately was just like, and just what I'd heard about you and, and seen. And then when he brought us, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. going to love this girl. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and especially mostly because for college gigs, for people aren't, aren't, who aren't in the world of stand-up, like, let, let, like we said, it's usually you just fly out by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, your sort of tour guide is like the ASB president oh, who is trying. Or try- student activities. Council, yeah, student whatever. activities, whatever that is. And they're just with you the entire time. And, uh, and. I mean, I'm 32 now. I don't have much to talk about with a 19-year-old, 20-year-old college kid. Sometimes I'll just lose 200 to rent a car. Yeah. Just so I don't have to get picked up by yeah. somebody I don't know. Just fuck it. I don't <laughs> want that awkward conversation of, of like, so like... So did Smash Mouth come through and perform here anytime <laughs> recently? Or you guys got any cool dick pics? Anyway. I've had one where the guy... Pick me up from pick me up from the airport while we're driving to the school. He told me all the comics who turned down the gig. No, Perfect. he's like, you know I what? I mean, like we tried to get missed. yeah, we tried to get this person. They turned us down. This person, they they were too busy. But you, you and you were, did it for less. Yeah, you were available. <laughs> oh my god, we were gonna give Margaret Cho so much money. Right, right. <laughs> but but you're here. So for the cost of a Starbucks uh, venti latte, uh, <laughs> you're like we have an activity. This is awesome. We know you wanted one turkey sandwich, but we didn't get it. <laughs> we have a whole cafeteria full of food, but uh, can you just buy like a quick meal plan, like a day meal plan? And we have a young opening comic that's going to do some time in front of you. He he won a contest. He oh, hasn't God. done it yet. This will be his first time. And then if you don't mind, he's going to go up. And do his time, and then we're going to bring somebody else out to do some announcements, and then they're going to bring you up, but with the lowest amount of energy possible, <laughs> and fuck up your credits. Is that cool? <laughs> but uh, but this was great. On SNL, no, you have. No, you haven't. <laughs> you said you like it. Yeah. What is? How do you take that and put it to me being on it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a guy once bring me up, and it was like I gave him the credits and said, "This is." He asked for he asked for four things to say. Okay, here's two things I've done. Yeah, four is a list I don't need you to do. No, I gave him two things. Very very simple. Yeah, he's got uh, Adam Carolla podcast has a Showtime special. Yeah, great. So he goes on stage and goes, he is Adam Carolla's no. favorite uh, guest. On his podcast, he's on there constantly. Him and Adam hang out. And he goes, and his Showtime special, the number one rated comedy special of all time. I'm like, no one asked you to do that. (laughs) What the, like, you just described Bill Burr's credits, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like... Or that's Jeffrey's yeah, or like or that. HBO. Yeah, like that's what that's what you're expecting. Yeah, and then they, it's like so. After these this epic introduction, <laughs> here's some guy you've never heard of. <laughs> here's some here, here's some guy I that, know, that is yeah, the worst. It, it, it's just like dude, it's not hard. And you know, you also it also helps to be in a seat. Like obviously, we were in Colorado. Uh, yes. Bol- we were in Boulder. We were in uh, Fort Collins. Fort Collins. So we had to drive. I think an hour I and change. I remember that because the girl was like, "Oh, Foco," and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> Wait, the girl that picked us up? Yeah, she, oh, no, we took a van. Somebody yelled, like, Foco, which was Fort Collins, Foco. apparently. Jesus, it sounds but like... But that's the only reason I remember. I was like, no. <laughs> well, I remember the girl who drove us in the shuttle to the venue, and she, like, almost killed us three times. And then my first two minutes <laughs> yes. was basically being like, it's good to be here. It's actually great to be here, because we almost weren't here. Yeah, we almost I was like, died, you guys want to give it up for Lisa, who's sitting in the front row, who I think we're learned sure. how to drive an hour ago. Yeah. And yeah. she was like... <laughs> I did. It was like, what? And then we wanted to get dropped off, the, off of the movie theater after our show. Yeah. So we finished the show. We're like, let's go watch a movie together. Yeah. Can you just drop us off at the theater? I don't know. It's like really far away. 
it was 4.6 miles. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, Colorado, oh, most people run that there daily. I know, yeah. like, how is that far away to you? I mean, no. we got the ride. Yeah, there was a lot of back and forth where she's like, I don't know if we can even go. Like, we have the jurisdiction. Yeah. I was like, okay, don't use that word like you've used it <laughs> before. Know. And then she was like, I don't even know if we have the legitimacy to get, get this <laughs> far, like to go out of these boundaries. And we were like, no, just, and I remember we all just in our phones being like, it was all, it was such a beautiful collection of everyone just going, nah, I'm sure no, it's fine. great. Yeah, everyone was just kind of, yeah, just, just do it. Cause it's all, cause it's all good. And also just do it. So yeah. just do it. And then it's all good. Yeah. But just take us there and stop talking like it's going to be a problem. I, I, I like to see, yeah. so much I'm trouble. so much. Oh, cool. Well, I guess we don't care because you almost killed us. So yeah. we can just bring that up <laughs> to whoever. Just take us to the movies. So when you ran four red lights, that's not going to get you yeah. in trouble. Yeah. But right. uh, because you want to take us to see uh, Fern Gully 5, uh, that is like that. Black Mass. Well, we saw Black Mass, Black. actually. Ooh, that's a good one. It yeah. was. Love that movie. It might not have been right for that night. We played <laughs> We were uh, we were a little stoned okay, and had played okay. and Beth had just in defeated. Colorado. Yeah, and <laughs> what? Beth, Beth had just beat Unheard me. Of. I think four out of six air hockey games. So my confidence is is low. <laughs> so I'm going to this movie being like, "There's a lot of pressure on you, Black Mass, to turn my night around." <laughs> and then it didn't. <laughs> it, it was very <laughs> well. It was just it's not a bad movie at all. Uh, it was good. I it's think just, what we needed was a comedy. We should have seen we Inside a, Out. Yeah, Inside yeah. Out, American Pie Three. That was there. And yeah. who, who? Wait. Yeah, was it your fault? <laughs> oh. I might have picked Black Mass, <laughs> yeah, okay. mm-hmm. but you you wanted to see it too. I, think I we really just, did. We I had heard did. such good things. I just think we were having a fun hey, l- old time. And listen, yeah. the same way, was like murder, a lot of murder, <laughs> yeah. a lot of murder out of nowhere. Yeah. God, yeah. I can enjoy just about any movie. Like you name the dumbest movie I've ever made. If I go in there with that proper mindset, great, I'll enjoy it. But the, the same way, like. Yeah, if you're if you're not if if you're in a super silly yeah. fun we just played air hockey mood, you don't want to be like jo- Johnny right. Depp doing that scene where because he gave up the family recipe too quickly, now he's like accusing him of uh being a rat. Like that's that was insane. Is that what it was? Insane. Is that what the story was? Yeah, he's like you you just told me that you would never yeah, give up like, your, gra- you, your, yeah. your your grandmother's recipe. I asked two questions and then you did. Yeah. What what makes me think? Oh that yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah, when Depp was yeah. great. Remember that? He I mean, was. And we, I will say this: there was only a few times where I could really lose him because yeah. I could always see him. It's hard to picture Johnny Depp, you, you know, Pirates like, of the Caribbean. Like, yeah, when somebody's yeah. that as famous. a white Irish, yeah. right? Old mob, guy. old gangster, Boston, like albino, yeah, exactly. Gangster, yeah, exactly. But the ma- hair and makeup was excellent. They killed it on you, that. You front. can never take that for granted. I remember. Wh- I don't know why this popped in my head, but what was it? Uh, not not oh, the oh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. When they had to age. Do them. I? <laughs> when they had to age them, and it felt like they just like put on a coat and like was a little gray in their eyebrows. I was like, what? he has a seventeen-year-old daughter. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who's in charge of this makeup? Yeah, Even yeah. like a a baby powder in his face would have been worse. Something. He looks not older. Yeah. You can just like have him say a line with like, I can't believe it's 20 years later. Yeah, I it's know. like, don't just have a kid like that. <laughs> I know. Anyway, the well, makeup was good. Now, your air hockey skills impressed me. Thank you. Also, I played field hockey in high school and college. What? But that has nothing Does that translate? Do I didn't know. Like, uh, I, 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 I'd be like, hey, hockey. I was good. I was he good was at good Papa too. Shot, so that means I can play bocce ball. Like I don't know what. No, Is that the that same skill set? Just the no. name. Just the name. <laughs> hey, I'm a fr- I'm a I'm a professional bowler. Well, I'm not, but uh, I do hold the world record in uh, in uh, ski ball. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty sure I could do that. Okay, no problem. We get it, Brad. We get it, Brad. You've done cool stuff. 
what? God. I don't, I don't know if you heard of this place called Chuck E. Cheese. I haven't I been there forever. I don't know if I'm name dropping right now, I but. I just love the fact that if I walked into a Chuck E. Cheese right now and hopped in the ball pit, there would be zero objection. Yeah, I love that too, actually. Uh, that is pretty friggin' solid. Yeah. And then I could go in there and uh, make believe I'm in a UFC fight and just start chucking kids. And I could get and I, and I can get the revenge of all the times where I uh, got stuck in the ball pits before. Because, oh, hey, no. you throw a midget in a ball pit, it's really hard to get out. It, yeah. It's hard to get out just if you're not a midget. Yes! Yeah. Those you things know? are tricky. The, 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 the consistency of the balls all rubbed together like that also and 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 we will be isolating the audio of that last <laughs> sentence and posting it online what? what i just said the consistency of the balls all rubbed together like oh, okay, that was okay. adam on a podcast or on a cruise ship that's <laughs> that's gonna be my new ringtone <laughs> in gymnastics you train on a bar like to do some like a some mm-hmm. of your flips on yeah. the um, parallel bars into a uh, a pit of foam cubes yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. similarly very difficult yes to get out of. The, yeah they do that at the uh trampoline parks too yeah you've done so that? hard to get because you're like and you're wedged down and you're in just there. stuck and you're like well <laughs> have you ever been stoned <laughs> in one of those foam pits no. you will have a panic attack really <laughs> yep it was remember that scene in the labyrinth where jennifer connelly's falling down the um the well and all the hands are grabbing her no I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, well, in honor Maybe of I Bowie, check yeah. it out. It's, okay. it's amazing. I think I and I think you would love it. Okay. Yeah. I'll get to check it out. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. I got a question for you. Do you like taking pictures? Of course you do. Do you like making memories? Of course you do. Have you always wanted to start your own business? Okay, but you just are like, I don't have the money to do it. Well, okay, I got fantastic news. Now you can. Okay, you can own your own business that has proven to be a Phenomenal success all over this beautiful country of ours. All right, with very little upfront investment. All right, some businesses you got to throw a lot up front to get it going. Not this business. And the business I'm talking about is Selfie Station. I'm sure you've heard of it. Okay, it's one of the coolest fucking companies. Uh, I've seen it personally at a bunch of parties, events. Uh, I went to one of my friends. Uh, brother's bar mitzvah and he had that shit set up and the Jews were fucking goo goo gaga over it. Alright, Selfie Station is a portable touchscreen photo booth that people and businesses book for all sorts of like corporate functions. They use it for trade shows, proms, promotional events, parties, like I said, bar mitzvahs uh, and, and so many more things. Selfie Station basically it captures the memories that you want to last your entire life and as soon as you capture them, okay, they can be emailed uh, texted, printed right there, personalized, and even uploaded right to social media. Social media, social, social media. You won't believe, okay, how many people will pay you to make your business, Selfie Station, the life of their party, man. It's the easiest income you'll ever earn, and it pays for itself in no time, okay? So start your own business right now, and let Selfie Station be the picture taker, icebreaker, and your money maker. Look, if you want to get a small business going, but you don't have a lot of time, and you don't want a lot of risk, this is the opportunity for you, okay? Because the Selfie Station is super easy to use and super easy to set up, okay? Which is means you're going to become a profitable business very quickly if you use the Selfie Station. Because you bring the station to the event, it's touchscreen, all right, which is super easy. And once the photos are taken, you can print high-res photos on the spot, or... You can post those photos directly, immediately to social media or email them. So, I mean, you know, how many times have you been to a party and you're just like, you take some dope photo and you're like, okay, well, that's on the camera. That's on Greg's super nice camera. So when we get home, we'll upload that to Facebook. And yeah, I know I'll tag you in it, Gracie. And then the girl walks away and goes, I'm not going to tag you. 
which I hate her. I don't know who invited her. So you get these photos right on the spot, which is the best. Uh, it's a great way to make extra cash or find a new line of work, okay? Well, a lot of us are going through these times in our lives where we're like, what do I want to do? I don't know if I want to do it. Dude, when I left Wolverine at Universal Studios Hollywood, I got fired. Thanks for bringing it up. Even I was a little in limbo. Like, what? I'm looking for some new opportunities, you know, before stand-up really takes, takes off for me. Uh, had I known about Selfie Station, maybe I would have gotten involved. But guess what? You don't have to wait. You can get involved right now. And as a special introductory offer, okay, if you sign up and get this business going right now, you're going to get $500 off the professional package. $500 off, man. All right, all you got to do is go to SelfieStationPodcast.com, type in ALN, okay, which means about last night, type in ALN so we can get some credit for it, all right? That's SelfieStationPodcast.com. SelfieStationPodcast.com, promo code ALN, and start being the fucking party starter that people always thought you were, but you just didn't have the money to do it. All right? Do it. Do it. So field hockey, how do you, Yeah. why were you interested in that? What, what got you My into it? My sister's played. Nice. And so then I yeah. just followed in their footsteps. So you just want to yeah. be, be like My sister sister. still coaches our, our the high school team at our, at our high school in Ohio. No shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, there you go. And then, and then, but like, and then, so you have the team sports and the field hockey. How are you funny the whole time? Are you always interested it, yes. in stand up? Yes, I was. I was like the class clown. I got voted class clown, so I was always. There you go. But I was also a good student, so I, you know. Yeah, I, I I'm. I'm, I'm reading. We have a little cheat sheet right oh. here of facts, and uh, <laughs> it's I, like I, five, eight, one, six. <laughs> well, Paul sent us most of your info. <laughs> Measurements are no uh, Paul from Tennessee. That yes. was a reference to the dick pig guy. Yes. Okay, just in case hey, you forgot you. his name. Okay, yeah. we got it, 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 it. Was a good joke, Adam. Pussy diameter. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> di- uh, her capable dilation is what? How does that is? But like, what's a magna cum laude? Oh, sure, yes. That's that's Tabula like glass. That's Holy really. Shit. Shit. Smart. And well, where Miami U, right? Miami U. Uh, and it was a liberal arts school, and I studied theater. But because it's liberal arts, you gotta, you have to take. That's yeah. the point. You gotta yeah. take things outside of your just your major. So <laughs> it's not like I was just constantly reading plays in, in a massage circle, acting like a giraffe. <laughs> Boy, uh, those theater kid massages. <laughs> we loved those massages, didn't we? I mean, I wait. Gotta... That was everyone. Yeah, yeah dude. Everyone figured that out in theater. Oh, That's like, on, oh, dude. so while 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 the director's doing stuff, then we could just yes, get like a little massage dude. train going. Oh, everyone yeah. did that. Come okay. On. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was just a Fullerton Children's Repertory Theater thing, but <laughs> no. apparently not. Wait, did you study theater? Oh yeah, it's okay. all I did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where? Uh, USC. I was in the BFA school out here. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's all I did. I mean, in high school it was all musicals, and then um, same high yeah. high school musicals as well. Yeah. What was your musicals in high school? <sighs> oh man, well I quit football to play Danny Zuko in Greece myself. Oh, of year. course you had to. And I wrote my, oh, my college God. essay on that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I mean, I've told the story in the podcast, but it was a big deal because I mean, football I was never going to play professionally. Basketball was my sport, uh-huh. but football was fun. All my buddies were doing it, and I was, you know, just a good athlete, and and was doing all the camps and everything, and the offensive line who was a senior, I was a sophomore at the time, got injured, and so I was going to start varsity, and my coach had made me sophomore captain, all these expectations. In my head, I'm just like, this is cool, but like, I don't really right. still – I'm going to probably play high school football, and that'll be it. And then I'd done the, the plays freshman year, and the director of the fall play was like, we're going to do grief, and I just want to make sure that you're auditioning for Danny Zuko. Not saying you're going to get it, but I think you would be great. 
And yeah. I was like, and the plays in my community. I love that she planted the seed. At yeah. the high school, or he, I don't know. Oh, they he. were, uh, they were, he. Uh, the um, uh, Feminine. And uh, the uh, plays were a big deal in my high school. So like we went in on excursions, uh, but field trips. But where was high school? Seattle. Okay, got it. So we went uh, for field trips in elementary school to see these plays because they were just amazing productions. So now to potentially have a lead, because I had supporting roles freshman year, I was like, oh man, this would be amazing. And that sounds way more fun. So and I am getting told, a concussion. Totally. Right. Yeah. I eventually yeah. told the coach, For no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, uh, I'm not going to have time to memorize the playbook this year because uh, I'm going to memorize the lyrics to Grease like, Lightning. Pansy! Oh, uh, he used some, <laughs> some choice words. And, uh, and then came with his kids to this, the last matinee of the whole run and like, looked at me and was like, hey, you're, uh, you're pretty good. And I was like, and his kids were all about it and he was like, yeah, you're pretty good. He's like, just don't be singing in like, fucking shit at practice. <laughs> and then he would say stuff like during basketball, because he's a basketball coach too, where he would be like, oh boy. he'd be like, I'd screw up a play and be like, sorry, I don't have a script for this fucking play, Adam Ray. Yeah, he was, he, I mean, love, was funny. He held the grudge. Oh, he was good. Well, he was, dude, he was like. He, I love a mean coach. That's the only way I And operate. funny, dude, he would yell at the two Indian kids when they would miss three pointers and yeah. be like, what is it, fucking Ramadan? Like, and he would just say, you know. <laughs> I mean, he had something for everybody. So you can't do the pick and roll, but I bet if I told you you could step ball change, you'd yeah. just master that one. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Greg Ticone. I mean, yeah. Uh, I was like, let's just say they got to be creative. Totally. I remember my field hockey coach would be like, my grandma can run faster than that, and she's dead. Oh. And you'd be like, what? Oh, God. It's like, I, I don't want to see that on a scientific curiosity <laughs> thing. Like, how does a dead woman uh, run faster than me? <laughs> yeah. what, what came first for you, though? The good student or the class clown? Oh, I guess I, I just always, I was always pretty good in school. I think I probably had some sort of undiagnosed ADD situation <laughs> happening, but it was always good grades and then talks too much. Right. And oh, would you make? Would you try to make? Like I wasn't an evil kid, but I disrupted class constantly. Yeah. Because when you can do it with laughs, though, it's more easily forgiven. Of course. Sure. If you're just like biting the teacher and like punching your glasses <laughs> off your face. And then you're not making any of it funny. That's not good. What would yeah. you do? How would you get like universal applause? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of s- specific things. Mm. Like little funny lines? Yeah. Or like, yeah, I think I would just talk out of turn and add little tags to things. And, and What you forget, too, is that not yeah. every kid was funny. No. So I think that's why, too, like when we're like, I don't know what I did that was actually special. It was just, I did it. Yes. You know, like, and there are... Yeah, Other I mean, kids I would say it. That. Yeah. Atten- what was I mean? I know. Just wanted what great attention. attention. Did, were yeah. your teachers like Beth? You're you're fucking hilarious, but you got to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, some of them, and then others were just like less forgiving. I remember one really put me through it in fifth grade. Uh, it was Pioneer Day, and we all dressed up like pioneers on the frontier land. Oh, and what? Oh, I man. think I let my mom let me bring her camera in or something, and I was okay. like disrupting the class, and I was like, we got to get a group photo. Yeah. And she had told us her mistake that she didn't like her profile. And so I definitely got a photo of her profile when she wasn't looking. Like, <laughs> you know, like a little shit bag. <laughs> and that was when you had to wait to, you know, a week or whatever for, for the pictures yeah, to come yeah. back. So, like, I didn't get in trouble that day. It was when they came back that she was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to need those photos. And I was like, her husband was a police officer. Yikes. And I'm not kidding you. She, like, was like, this is a serious offense. I could press charge it. Like, I'm in fifth grade. Yeah, fifth easy grader. lady. I- exactly, easy lady. My mom was, like, not impressed. My mom's a teacher, too, an elementary school music teacher. And so you didn't write red rum with no. the blood of the <laughs> class hamster. Like, call. come yeah, the exactly. fuck down. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. But it was intense. And that, I remember just, like, the fear of going to school. And, like, it was just, it'd be different, too, if I, like, 
put it up her skirt. Yes. Or something like that. But yeah, it was something illegal. She felt ugly. But, she didn't uh, like her profile. And but uh, I took advantage. Yeah, I didn't did. know that uh, was pointing weird. out someone's <laughs> double chin was right. a misdemeanor. Exactly. And Fuck so then I, I had to like tutor, like to make up for it. it wasn't just attention. I I had to like tutor her daughter or something like that. To so, make up for it. Yeah. I, How about maybe you do a sit-up and then yeah. the side profile isn't as bad? Right. I just like... It, Son it, of a bitch. You're a fifth grader for God's sake. I know. It was upsetting. I don't know why I'm getting so passionate about well, this. Because I, but I was am. too at the time. I remember yeah. like, uh, kind of living in fear. You're just like, I'm so scared to go to school. I don't want to... You know... I was just trying to be funny. Yeah, school yeah, scary it was enough. Harmless, you know. Yeah. Well, how, how did you, so? Your mom is a. Uh, that's awesome. Elementary music. Oh my god! Yeah. That can she's I tell a you? Very good pianist. Is she? Yeah. I bet she's the best. Yeah, she's a wonderful lady. That is one of the most underrated and most influential positions in the school system. Yeah. I mean, I'll never forget my elementary musical teacher, and one of my buddies does it now, and it's just like, man, because that can be. It's so important for growth. Totally. And also, they have my mom has uh, classes with the special ed kids too, and it's like mm-hmm. she has so many great stories but yeah one of the autistic kids um she played louis armstrong for them what a wonderful mm-hmm. w- world and he started crying he can't he doesn't really speak or anything like that but he oh, he's he cried yeah. a little bit just wow. from like how beautiful yeah, the song was the song. yeah, and, yeah it's wow. like it's important to give them a break from the class studies and yeah have them experience and music. it's a universal language and that and like you say it's not the intensity of school and if you can be that teacher that sparks that kid to the bit that to then like oh wow this music thing's really cool and yes. then they could go into that like you hear so many stories about rock stars that had that that had that musical teacher yeah that really kind of got them into it and now like your mom has that opportunity to be that person so yes. uh when uh there's a really hit album in like 10 years we can thank your mom <laughs> yeah. for diane. go diane <laughs> and your your dad what is uh he, what does he do? uh <laughs> Uh-oh. Do you know or no? I heard, okay. <laughs> and I, but I don't know the full stuff. And it's, it, it's. I, I don't know, so I'm very Do you curious. Have the now. web available? Uh, I have the web available. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say if you go to starsoncall.com. Starsoncall.com. Yeah, okay. that's my dad. He uh, uh, spelled like it sounds. Mm-hmm, yep. Stars. Yep. It should be a Z if we're being real, but yeah, it's just stars. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't around for the business yeah. consoles, yeah. but. Uh, um, okay, so he dresses up in different costumes. <laughs> Yep. Brad just saw it. Stands on street corners and he calls them live roadside commercials or yes. character directionals. Oh so if you call God. my dad, like like he's a leprechaun in front of the Carryman Irish pub in Orlando. He's like a fairly offensive portrayal of a Mexican in front of Tijuana Flats. <laughs> uh, which he's been doing for nineteen years. It's on them at oh this my point. God. Um, a gorilla, a slice of pizza. I've been woken up by a slice of pizza. It was my. <laughs> That's the name of your next album. I've been woken up by a slice of pizza. Wait a minute. So he that so he had to purchase all these costumes. Yes. His so it used to be a, uh, a you know a costume closet. Then it was a costume room, and now it's the garage. And people will walk in all the time. Strangers thinking he's having a garage sale. It's just costumes wall to wall. Why did the costumes exist in the first place? Or, so why did they exist? He started collecting them for this business. Oh, okay. So yeah. that was, okay. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if he had an improv troupe and he was like, <laughs> a slice of pizza, a Mexican guy and an Irish leprechaun. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. So people will call him up and, you know. So like, let's say I run a, uh, pita rest, mm-hmm. like a Maybe pita he'll show pit. up as a cucumber or a, <laughs> or a pita square or corner. Yeah. Pita, and pita then, triangle. Yeah. And wow. then, and then he like dances out front or holds mm-hmm. the sign. Yeah. What do you sign. get? What do you get with the costume? Uh, well, what's a presentation? It's, you know, I think a lot of people picture somebody out in front of a, you know, like the Liberty tax guy or a right. kid listening to earbuds, like spinning a subway sign. Yeah. But my dad is like, 
taking it to a whole new level. He's like losing his goddamn mind. There's high kicks and pelvic thrusting and raising the roof. I want to see yelling. a thrusting pizza slice. Lots of yelling. Way too much. Oh he, he has a video of him being a leprechaun on that site. Why did, why you, did you point to Brad? Yeah, why did you, you point at me? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, like you would like this. You. This is something you're interested in. He's a leprechaun, so I feel like you, you like this. Kind of had Adam as a rabbi. Experience. He'll dress up like a rabbi. He's a Jew sometimes. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> dress up, he'll dress up like a, a dad. Adam, you remember what that's? Oh no, you don't, because it was just you and your mom. But um, uh, no, on the website, you if, you, if you click that link, uh, it should lead you to oh the God. leprechaun video. And I heard you say too that you, when he dressed up as Santa, yes, and I would, would sometimes be his elf. How is that fun? Yeah, first taste of performing. It was a yeah, it was a first taste of Hollywood. Who uh, is Howie the Hawaiian? Who's to know? Some of those aren't really exist. He has names. Yeah, Bella the belly dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue the blue blues brother. I tried oh, to get God. him to call the pirate Arge, <laughs> and he changed it to. Wait, I'm trying. I'm trying to find it. What is it? Glitter. Glitter the pirate. pirate? That. <laughs> yep, there it Named is. Named after the Mariah Carey. Yeah, Romper exactly. of a comedy glitter. Probably. Gl- glitter the pirate sounds like the worst, like off the strip Vegas show. <laughs> I'm so mad. Ever. Ours is great. Ours is great, Beth. You, yeah, you knew what you were doing with that one. Yeah. Why do you name Santa's elf Nigel? Well, I don't know. That's actually oddly enough, and they don't talk to each other at all. My mom's dog's name. <laughs> really? But yeah, but we would dress. So he would pay us. Like he makes a lot of money per hour. He would pay us to be his elf around Christmas, fifty bucks an hour. Sure. And like, like when he plays. Fuego the fireman. Yeah, that's oh. in front of Firehouse Subs. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, who, is, this is, who is who? Who is who is Chef Big Butt? Isn't that amazing? I love no Chef Big way. Butt. The best one. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who Chef he is. He was, he's he's been the arch, uh, arch nemesis to Chef Boyardee for years. <laughs> <laughs> Boyardee was always like, "I'm trying to get this beefaroni off off the ground," but Chef Big Butt <laughs> has his own line of pasta with meat sauce. So Mario has Wario. <laughs> And Chef Boyardee has Chef Big, Big Butt. Butt. This is brilliant, by the yeah. way. So how old were you These when These he- names are insane. Yes. How- I guess I'm 30 now, and it's been around for at least at least 20 years. So Car- when you're at- Carmen Miranda Gorilla? <laughs> All right, stop blowing my mind with these characters and let me fucking get to some Fuck. questions. I want to know how, unless you find one that's just, unless you find another Fuego the Fire. Chef Big Butt's basically the best one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop all you, those you conversations. You peaked at Chef Big yeah. Butt. But In so- fact, I, when I tell a joke about it, I say, he, my dad will be like, Sarah's on call, this is Bert. Yeah, you want Chef Big Butt from three to five? No problem. I'll send a man out. Always him. <laughs> Nobody else works for the company. It, he takes the calls. He yeah. draws up the paperwork. Right. He so puts on the boots. While, yes. Yeah. After a while, they'll be like, Bert, it's always you. And he said, it's, I just want to give you the best. Oh, my uh, God. Come back. Genius. Now, as a kid, and you see this business coming together, are, mm-hmm. I mean, All right, are you, you, told, you told me to stop you if I found, if I found another good one. <sighs> damn you. Sergeant Hamburger Hill. All right. That, <laughs> all right that's, that's the last one you get. That's like that's the hamburger. Great. What is this? At midnight? Come on. <laughs> that's God. like the hamburger helper's cousin. Like, that up. should be an at midnight category. Best yes. selling's dad's characters. Are you? <laughs> what? Brilliant idea. And not like he needs the plug, but like, I bet he'd be flattered. I know. Right. But okay, so are you. Sorry, so when this is... Oh, when I'm little. Does it blow your mind? Are you inspired? Are you embarrassed? Are yeah, you, you know, I think... Because he also wears really weird clothes, always has. Like yeah. practice jerseys, clam digger pants. Okay. He has like well, this over guy the sounds top, like my favorite guy of all Oakley time. Oakley sunglasses he wears yep. that are meant for skiing. He lives in Orlando. <laughs> um, <laughs> he calls them x-ray, but... <laughs> so 
we would walk around and, you know, anywhere we'd go, people are staring at my dad. And so I'm a comic and at that age. I just mostly love the attention. And then it would give me a little attitude, too. I'd be like, what are you staring at? Take a picture. It lasts longer. You know what I mean? Wow. I, I liked being like, he's my dad. Leave, yeah. You know, Good stop you. staring at us. That's awesome. So it was never like an emba- uh, deep embarrassment yeah. or anything yeah. like that. I think there were some times where it was like, a roll of the eye or like come on dad Jesus stop talking let's go and would he ever approach you when you guys like when it was all gone and go like now look Beth um, if you play your cards right <laughs> so someday Chef Big Butt could be yours <laughs> well no like would he say like now look we're gonna go out and people might uh, look at the way I'm dressed or whatever no, he like, doesn't have that self awareness wow. yeah, yeah. Did he ever... he's not completely aloof gone but like yeah. it's uh no. Did he ever? Did Chef Big Butt ever pick you up from school? No. Okay. No. Just woken up by a slice of pizza. Uh, driven yeah, well, places. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Driven. I mean, there's got to be some instance yeah, where maybe he had to go to the, come pick you up at the principal's office and do parent-teacher conference <laughs> as Fuego the Firehouse. Yeah. Well, Firehouse subs came later. Oh, he he is a. Uh, oh, what else has he done? I'm trying to think of some excellent tent. Uh, he's a surfer dude, I think. I mean, Excellent. is he Pierre Le Frenchman? I think he's definitely done that one, but... He has fat lady, fat spelled P-H-A-T. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> how did he know about that? How did he know that's how you spell fat? How do we get James Lipton to interview Bert Selling uh, and all his like, <laughs> can I talk to Chef Big Butt? <laughs> You know, like, what? Can I talk to What is Sergeant Hamburger Hill's favorite customer? (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to do this. What are we, Chuck? (laughs) Crown Chuck. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. There's a one-man show in there somewhere. Or a book, right? I, you know, I have a, um, I do have a script about me taking over the family biz. Come on. I love it. And we just got to get me famous, guys, and then somebody don't make it. Well, they well can't on take risks. You After know. this podcast, I, I, I do believe it's going to shoot you right at the top. Conan, yeah. maybe, at midnight. I mean, I guess, but yeah. the About Last Night podcast is the new staple of I our industry. Right. Yeah. Can do I you just ha- assess my credit? Yes. <laughs> She's always on the About Last Night podcast. She's best friends with them. Yeah. They love her. They sure. hang out regularly. Uh, they actually had a threesome all together. <laughs> it was kind of awkward. A lot of drippy wax. <laughs> a lot of damp dudes. <laughs> A lot of super droopy balls. She loves their candles. Give it up for Beth. Stunning. Uh, out of all your TV appearances, do you have a favorite? Mm-hmm. Do you like being on TV? Yeah, I I, I do like it. Um, You've done Edmund in a bunch. Does it get old? No, no. It's yeah. fun. I think you still get up for. There's still always that. There is always still nervous energy. Good. Yeah. You can see me like I laugh all the time because I'm like on that show, and then you see my stand up, and I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> Pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess my favorite like stand-up performance mm, is not perfect. Well, I, I like I, I, my half-hour special. I'm happy yep, with. Half hour okay, let me actually. Ju- I just like start going through everything. I'm like, yeah. it's so hard to choose. I'm pretty much perfect. Nah. <laughs> uh, I've I, done so much in this business. I, I mean, really, say, I'm quite revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to think about it, like, because uh, I was going to say Pete Holmes, I really like that late night set. Yeah, yeah. it's nice on myself. It's and great. Has nice jokes. I, it's well lit. My closer. I I don't like drawing attention to the things I don't like because then people are going to scrutinize those things. But so mm-hmm. start start to finish. Most comfortable, closest. To now, I'd say that Showtime special. Uh, the uh, it was comedy of South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. I hosted it with Todd Glass. We shot it at last South by Southwest, and he and I sort of did all the interstitials. And then there's uh, about five comics. It was my set opened it. Mark Normand, 
W. Kamau Bell hosted the actual show. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger, Matt Bronger. Nice. Great, I don't want. I hope I'm lineup. not forgetting anybody. But yeah. and then there was an episode too with like Rachel Feinstein and um, a lot of other people. Powerhouse. Yeah. So that is my favorite because I'm just like it looks like I'm you're at a show. It was yeah. at North Door, and you, it, it just looks like you're at a local show that you would see me at. Right. As opposed to, like, I'm happy with my Comedy Central special, but I'm more like, this is the special. Right. You know? Right. So. And, and yeah. one of the things I love about you is it, it's not it, it's not something where for some comics you'd be like, okay, you know him or her from this show that they've done. Like, you've done, like you've done so much in this business, and then excelled at those things Thank we, you. We, we, which is really cool to be like hey maybe at midnight maybe just lately maybe this show. like it's mm-hmm. like all these things are coming together for you and no, you. no matter where people see you they're going to see a great performance and a great show and that's one thing i love thank you do you set out to jeez so nice. wow brad jesus you trying to fuck <laughs> you trying to fuck brad <laughs> i mean yeah I'm, I'm, i mean i mean at first I, at first i wasn't trying to fuck but now i'm definitely trying to fuck <laughs> Is that a, is that a new game show? You you, you trying to fuck? Dude, it should oh, be. you fine as hell. <laughs> Please make you trying to fuck a game show. I know. So this, this guy and you win said, a you win a damp do if you win the um, you win like a free um, one of my dad's roadside commercial. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, let's. Are we talking about great prizes? Because I think we are. This guy <laughs> said that he wanted to come over and fix this woman's plumbing. So Beth. He trying to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she really had a clogged drain. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, he would definitely try to yeah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, did, did, when you got out here from Chicago, did mm-hmm. you, um, did you? Obviously, we all have like goals. Of like, I want this. You know, yeah. I want this. Did uh, everything that has happened? I mean, and you've opened for what's like Sarah Silverman and Jeselnik and Patton. Mm-hmm. Did you come out here with all those things? You came out from the Just for Last Festival, right? Yes. That's what propelled you to move. Yeah, yeah. And so. Then are you riding this high from that, and you're like, or um, were you just very like, all right, I'm going to work hard, and then things will happen when they happen? Yeah, I think I've always been, uh, it feels like I woke up, and I was, I am 30, but it felt like I woke up, and I was 30, because I've been doing it for, you know, eight years, which is mm-hmm. a long time, and not a lot in in stand-up world, yep. but I felt like I was just very head down, keep going. It was just like, next, next, whatever I'm working on, just like, keep going, you yeah. know? So, but I, I have always set goals. When I moved... I think it was opening for those people like Patton and Jezel and Sarah would be like, that was like so cool to be able to do that. I remember setting the goal of wanting to perform at Largo. Like I, that was a really big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have. Yeah. I'll be there next week with Pete Holmes for, um, on Wednesday. Also a guest of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the man. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I think what else? I, like a late night. That was, you know, that was definitely one of my goals. I've gotten to do that. And then once you got kind of, did you find that once you kind of did like a late night or whatever, like then you, like when do you feel like you're, because you are universally loved. I mean, yeah. And I don't know, I don't know if anybody, I think we all on a certain level set out for like you want to, you want to be respected by obviously your fans, but like your peers is very important. I've always, Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. Fans is the greatest thing of all time. You watch, you know, I remember the first time watching, not, this wasn't maybe the first time, but I remember seeing Hannibal when I first moved at uh, Meltdown. And all he said was like, uh, uh, and I rented a car. And everybody was like, Rah! And I was like, oh, that's what fans is. Yeah. You know, you see that oh, moment right, where yeah. you're like, that's cool. And then there's obviously a downside to that, which you're like, well, what is funny anymore? Because yeah. everybody just loves yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I think that, you know, when you first moved, you're like, I just would love people to love me. But I love, I like being a comics comic. I like when comics like being around you. What do you yeah. think you contributes know? and what would you like to a young comedian who's trying to come up? Like, yeah. That, what do you say it, as far as like, 
because you know people love your stand up, but they love you. They so like like so then a lot of people's argument is like why LA and everyone's so fake. And so my I always respond to that kind of like well first of all isn't that a great problem to have that everybody's too nice? And second of all you can sense when someone's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, then just keep them at an arm's length. Yeah, yeah. And, you can and be nice and still have respect for yourself. You don't have to put yourself out there too much. You know. Right. And what and what a great world where someone can be very nice to you but then not like you. It's like I'd much rather that than a guy. Hey, you fuck piece of shit. I fucking hate your act. Yeah. It's awful. It's hacky. Yeah. And then and, and and then they leave. Uh, Go I better, to New York for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do that. Or you could be in L.A. where it's like. Yeah, you, you made a lot of interesting choices there, and I thought that was very brave and uh, very and very cool. All right, I'll see you next time. And then, you know, you go back to their Twitter. They're like, Brad Williams sucked ass. But, you know, it's just a, like, it's yeah, like, hey, it's a you, good problem to have. Yeah, it's a great problem to have. And you can, send, you can sift it out. And, like, the other thing we mentioned earlier, which is just, like, if to a young comic, it's like, you got to do what you think is funny. Mm-hmm. And it might take longer, and it might take people a longer time to get on board with you. Sure. But... You're going to be happier, obviously, if you do that. Have you had those moments, I'm sure we all have, where you were just like questioning oh, where yes. you were at like three, four years in, of wanting course. more than you had, but being like, maybe I should try something different? Yes, even going back to the goal setting thing, I, I, there are some people who like, I feel like take what's theirs, and it took me a long time to A, call myself a comic when I first started. You have the comics that are like, I'm a stand-up comic, I hit it like this, I've been doing like two years, and you're like, yeah. and I Good took luck. so long to be like, well, I've been doing it but i have two other jobs and i'm yeah i've just been trying stand-up comedy you know so it took me a while to even do that yeah. so it's harder for me to set the bigger goals mm-hmm. and even still i'm trying to get myself to do that where i'm like no i i can have a show i can make a good show like if i wanted to do a tv show so even with my half hour special i wanted to do that but it's hard to get those things Way so hard. when you say i yeah. want it it makes it very real and you have to believe in yourself a certain amount. When did you when did you start calling yourself a comic and be like, "Yes, I'm I bet it was I'm probably 3 years in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like so And I'm not saying I never did before, but if somebody was like, "What do you do?" and I'm handing them their coffee. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> "Well, I'm a barista and right. I do stand up if you want to come to a show tomorrow night." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when you re- when you when you recognize the full commitment on yeah. your part. I was going on right? the road. I was trying to get into NACA's. I was, you know, mm-hmm. doing that horse shit. So, I would yeah. love to hear from your um really quickly. I'm going to do something that um Barry Katz, Brad's manager and host of the Industry uh, Standard Podcast does where he mentions somebody's name and then they just say a couple things about mm-hmm. them. But I want to hear just from the people you travel with sarah silverman uh very generous and kind i mean she like, yeah she seems that way yeah uh did you do a lot of dates with her uh no yeah no i think the last time i was with her was uh at tig's wedding and nice. uh me aparna nanturla and her we we uh it was just very nice you don't get to spend time i'm not like a friend of hers yeah. so we don't hang out here mm-hmm. but um yeah we all went to lunch and she got us lunch and she's like guys I'm rich. Just let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Appreciate amazing. the honesty, like, Sarah. Yeah. And yes, you are. Like, yeah, okay, thanks. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Do uh, Patton Oswalt. Uh, he's got my back. I like in a that. very serious way. I love that. Yeah, I he's like got that. my back. Good. Kristen Shaw. Uh, I don't want to be so cheesy. Like These are just like no. blanket things. They say re- yeah. Yeah. Kristen, uh, supportive. Um, you know, like I think sometimes you think are women nice to each other, this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, she's you know not it's not any sort of like com- competitive thing. It's the minute she saw me, she was like, "You should come do my show with me in sketch at, in San Francisco at Sketchfest." And uh, the, the one you just did that this, that was actually a couple years ago okay, cool. with her, but mm-hmm, she had yeah. just seen me and she was like, "Come with me." And that that when people like do those things, that's when those myths get you know 
Yeah. Demystified. Do you try to take note, by the way, of, of things like that when people, because you also strike me as someone who, as they climb up, is going to throw bones to people and help absolutely. and just be, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Because why? Because yes. why not? Yeah. And uh, yeah, not inaccessible. You know what I mean? She'll talk to you, share a conversation. She's, yeah, sweet. Uh, Rob Delaney. Uh, he is so complimentary. Like, he makes me feel good. Like, when I open for him, he's like, come on, you're better. Get out there. You know what I mean? He's just like, <laughs> way, I love the smile for, for, our, for our listeners who obviously can't see you. When, when he, just when he said Rob Delaney, this huge smile yeah. came over your face. And yeah. I love that because... I haven't uh, seen that smile went, since you talked about my candles, quite yeah. honestly. So. <laughs> I've had a horrible time. Yeah. And that guy's dick. I mean, it was the same smile. Same smile. Yeah. He's just... Uh, yeah. Does he... Because you're... you're uh, active on Twitter, mm-hmm. Rob. Do you ask the, the the quote unquote you know king of Twitter? He is the king of Twitter, right? Do you? I mean, does he? I never ask, uh, but he'll gift me uh, every now and then a retweet, and uh, which is nice. He's he's uh he looks out for me too. That's like awesome. he'll kind of you know he champions me. Also, he was probably one of the first like pers- people I got to open for like in a theater, like a big theater, big game changing moment, and that was incredible. Yeah, that's one of those things that I don't know if it's a. Goal. I mean, sure, it is a goal that you just. I mean, everyone has because you understand how um, much cooler that is than the shows that you're doing regularly. But do you, yeah. what was your? That was your first theater experience. Yeah, and my my mom and my sister drove up. It was at the Athenaeum Theater in Chicago. Wow. And oh, my mom and my sister too. drove. Yeah, That's and he great. knew too. I had started there, so he's like, "You want to yeah. come?" And it was near the holidays. How many people? I don't know how many that theater seats. At least a thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, but that was just so cool, and you know, it took care of me. And also, um, yeah, I try to give it back. My obviously, it's not as powerful, but yeah, I, his book I loved. Yeah, his mm-hmm. book is great. Uh, you should check that out. Uh, Kyle Kinane. Uh, <laughs> he is just like a great hang. Yeah. You know, and um, we're talking about his penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's got these drippy, drippy balls. <laughs> it's a great uh, hang. Like every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, Kyle, yeah. that is a great hang. Yeah, I mean, just so down to earth, keeps it real. Yeah, that is such a great. I just hung out with him and met him for well, hung out for the first time yeah. in uh, Hawaii when he was doing a show out there. And I was out there for uh, Adam Devine's house party, and so I drove down to Honolulu mm-hmm. to let me do time on the show. And then, and then I was like, I want to stay down here the night just to hang. And we like. Went to this pizza bar that also had um, um, a bar, and we drank and just hung out for like two, three hours, and like just the best to shoot the shit with. Yeah, so smart. Yeah, and so we were like driving to before we got to the pizza bar, we landed at like three different bars, and like just all the joking that was happening in the car ride was like just it's like top notch. And at one point, this I turned on this woman, and she was like at the pizza bar, she's complaining and. And she goes, ah, and I get, Kyle was like, how's the pizza? And she was like, uh, oh, it's pretty good. It's, it's, it's okay. And he's like, and I was like, oh, just why okay? And she's like, well, it's the everything pizza, but it's clearly not everything. And he's like, turns back to me, he goes, looks like it's got everything. Pepperoni, meat, what does she want? Like garage door openers on it? Xbox controllers? I was like, Jesus, man. He's Love like that. also a, an, I don't know what the word would be before the descriptor for leader, but like, uh, I don't know what I'm set, trying to say, but he's like a great leader. Like, yeah. know, if you if you kind of look at him, and we like what to he's call done. it the uh, Brad Williams effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got uh, a very well, Brad, sure. he's got a very sort of je ne sais Brad Williams about him. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, sure. Nobody so. says that. Exactly. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, know, you can kind of look at his work and be like, yeah, that's totally. You know what I mean? He's a nice. He's totally. A, mm-hmm. un, yeah. Un- it's awesome leader. to be inspired by your peers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Jeselnik. Oh. He, I would say, I guess, confidant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, very good friend, mentor. He taught me just like what it's like to get to a theater, handle your business. And he's so kind too. Everybody thinks he's like going to be some asshole, but it's a character. Yeah. He's so kind. And so, yeah, just basically showed me the ropes from the day to day on a tour. Cause he's the one I did the longest amount of touring with right. just city to city. So yeah, just show me how to confidently go into a place, get, make sure you get what you need and put on a good show. Well, and, and he taught me how to basically just order all the desserts. So like, if we've had a great time together, <laughs> we like have booze, get a steak dinner and then it's like, let's get one of each. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's amazing. What's your yeah. favorite dessert? I guess I'm. I mean, I love so many desserts. I'm just yeah. going to go with ice cream sundae. There but that's not a typical a one it's after a, a steak meal. It's but fine. Yeah. Now do you go chocolate done? cake? You go, yeah. you go fudge. You go bananas in the middle. Sure. Yeah. I'll do all of it. Yeah. <laughs> You've been to Jenny's ice cream here? No. Well, you need to get into it. Oh, oh Jenny's ice cream? It's, it's ba- it okay. started in Columbus, Ohio. I just had some last night. But yeah, it so started in Columbus, throwing Ohio. throwing stuff out for your house. So mm-hmm. don't go to Mashty Malone's because that's that over the seas. Mm-hmm. It's foreigners no, coming exactly. over here and trying that's to do ice cream. We no, we want American. Mm-hmm. We, got, we want American ice cream. And if you want to pay $12 for a pint of ice cream, they're going to let you do that. <laughs> Is that what happens at Masties? Uh, no, at Jenny's. Oh, Jenny's. Yeah, it's and if they have their reasons, it's yeah. all like good quality things. Yeah. Also, they had listeria scares, and uh, the the pl- the one over on Hillhurst shut down oh, for no. like at, like two separate times. They shut down the plant, shut down Hillhurst because it had a listeria scare, not at that particular location, but at the plant. <laughs> Sorry, I'm and in the minute it opened, I was there. I love no qualms about it. <laughs> You're like, is I was like, this is gone? an opportunity to lose I- a few pounds if something happens. <laughs> I love how Adam Ray's inner fat kid came out when you're like, and then the the ice cream place shut down, and he legitimately yeah, was so much concerned, was like, oh no, yeah. like not like not since, uh, yeah, not since he saw like uh, Bambi's mom get shot. Spoiler alert! Uh, that <laughs> spoiler. he showed that much concern. It was like, no. Were you a chubby kid? Yeah, yeah, real big. Yeah, I mean, I was chubby <laughs> I in my, my feelings, early twenties. You know? Yes, yeah. in, in my, my feelings, head. and. Um, also, my mom got uh, my grandparents hassled her about weight, oh. so she was like, "I'm not gonna do it to you." Yeah. And then, and then, you know, now I joke and I say to her, "Yeah, mom, you probably should have fucking said something yeah. when, I was, <laughs> when I was borrowing your bra to yeah. go to school." You know? no, that's, not, that's not so true, or maybe it is. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, you by this whole word association thing we just did, uh, that was obviously a lot of great names uh, in the world of stand-up comedy and you've been associated in some way, shape, or form with all of them and I want you to tell her there's a reason for that. There's a reason why you've been associated with all these great names is because they, being where they are, also recognize uh, good qualities and they see that in you and you absolutely deserve to be not just, you need to be, your name needs to be in the conversation with these other people and I want our listeners to know that if they're not familiar with, with your work, look it up. Enjoy it. Also, look up Bert Stelling. Sweetest. All right. Yeah, yeah. my dad's the real unsung <laughs> no, 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 hero no, no, no. here. That's why we got you. Because no. I mean, Brad is a thousand percent right. <laughs> yeah, thank and, you guys. Um, that's probably so sweet. And yeah. I'm really just being nice to you because I want to deal on you. Getting- fun? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> show. That's the show.
Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though Cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke. Or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar.